Hey y'all, my name is Delaney Peterson and I'm so excited that you're listening to Words Like Honey. This podcast is for high school and college girls. My prayer is that this will be an encouragement to you in your personal walk with Jesus. How many of y'all struggle with people-pleasing, not wanting to let anyone down, always being on, desiring to be well-liked, and terrified of falling short in other people's eyes? I feel like as girls, we face this so often. Whether it is living up to our parents' expectations in school, a coach's expectations in sports, being the perfect friend, pleasing a guy we like or are dating, or even a teacher's expectations of us, there seems to be this unending pressure to perform for everyone around us. And y'all, that gets so exhausting. Are you tired of walking on eggshells, killing yourself to please each person in your life? It is so draining! In today's episode, we are going to talk candidly about people-pleasing, what the Bible says about pleasing others versus pleasing God, and how we can find rest in the Lord. I am no stranger to people-pleasing. I have the hugest FOMO and love to be as involved as possible. As an extrovert, I love being around people and making friends. However, I learned from a young age that friends can be really hard. In elementary school, I was bullied to the point of having tears each day, which resulted in me changing schools. It was really hard for me to fit in. I always felt kind of outcasted and kind of weird. I just felt like I was always on the outside. And so I desperately tried to work my way to the inner circle. In middle school, I was always one birthday party invite, exclusive sleepover, or carpool right away from making it in the social scene. I felt like I was never quite good enough. Fast forward to high school and my approach changed. Instead of trying to convince people to like me, I decided to convince people I was like them. I bounced around friend groups, constantly shifting my values and personality based on who I was around. If I was at a cross-country practice, a musical theater rehearsal, or on the sidelines cheering for a football game, I was always somebody slightly different. This just really left me lost in who I was because, and I know this sounds cheesy, but because I was trying to be like the people around me, I just wanted to be liked. And I think a lot of times this desire to be well-liked stems from insecurity. I didn't feel confident in who I was. I didn't think that people would like me as I was. And I had gone so far in a million different directions that I didn't even know who I was to begin with. I got caught up in the world around me and pushed myself as far away from the person God created me to be as possible. Psalm 139 is one of my favorite passages to read when I'm doubting myself and feeling insecure. Verses 13 through 14 read, For you, you is God in this case, formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful all your works. My soul knows it very well. These verses show how intentional God is in creating each and every one of us. God hand-selected my traits, my appearance, the tone of my voice, my passions, and my interests. He uniquely designed me with purpose. When I am manipulating my personality to fit in, I am going against who God made me to be. I don't believe that God makes mistakes. In fact, I strongly believe that everything he does is fully perfect and good. But it has taken me a long time to to discover that, to really feel that for myself. I feel like before I would read the word um, and just think, okay, like if this is true, why do I still feel this way? But a big problem was that I just didn't know God. When I came to TCU, 
I felt like my eyes was open to how much put pressure I was putting on myself. I wanted my parents to be proud of me with grades. I studied so much and I was overcome with anxiety to have the perfect GPA. I wanted to be liked by the girls in my sorority. I was really scared that college would be a repeat of high school and that I'd be constantly jumping around friend groups trying to fit in and I just really, really, really wanted to have a solid group of friends right away. I never wanted to miss out on any opportunity to meet girls or any party to meet guys. The people pleasing didn't stop just because I was in a new environment. Honestly, I think it got worse. This was conflicting with my desire to also please God. You see, at this time, I was starting to discover that I wanted to know God. I wanted to grow in my relationship with Him, but I was still torn by this double identity of trying to please everybody around me. I got burned out so easily. I was constantly exhausted. I was confused and overwhelmed. I felt like who I wanted to be with my newfound decision to make Jesus the Lord of my life was different than who I spent the past few years trying to be. As I was learning more about God, I realized he was calling me to be something different. Romans 12, 1-2 says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Wow. Okay, that's a lot. Let's unpack that. Let's start with this first phrase that says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So what does this really mean? It means that we are called to live a life that serves God. And if we are doing this, it makes sense that we would look different than the people around us. I also like how it says that our minds are renewed when we follow God. Our priorities and desires begin to shift. The Lord reveals his will to us in leading us in what is good and acceptable and perfect. How often do we try to do that on our own and fall on our faces? We do what we think is right. We please who we think will just complete our social circle and we just fall short. Imagine if all the energy you spent trying to please the world and failing was shifted to doing what God lays out for you and thriving When we present ourselves to God to be used as He wills, it is the most fulfilling adventure because He knows us. He gave us the skills and abilities and unique traits that we have, so He knows how we can best use them. When I'm spending really good time with God, meaning I'm reading my Bible every day, I am spending time in prayer, I'm being poured into by older girls who are also walking with God, I feel that God is laying out the next steps for me. I'm full of joy and peace. Pleasing people is so fickle, and their wants of you are constantly changing. I've discovered that when it comes to pleasing people, it can be seen in the same lens kind of as a fashion trend. Okay, we'll take thin eyebrows for example. They were all the rage in the late 90s and early 2000s. Everyone from JLo to Paris Hilton were plucking their eyebrows super skinny. I know, yikes. This was great until the fashion gurus decided that big eyebrows were in. Then all the celebrities and influencers were focused on having really full, perfectly shaped eyebrows. Think Kylie Jenner vibes. Or think about the trend of low-cut jeans. For the record, I'm cringing over here thinking of low-rise jeans. No, thank you. But 
Ashley Tisdale and Britney Spears happily donned them, only for high-rise jeans to soon be in every store. The trends change quickly and dramatically. It can feel like a race trying to buy whatever your Instagram feed is full of, only for it to shift a second later. You put so much effort into staying relevant, only for the rules to change. I feel like people and their opinions or expectations of you can be like that. Although it's silly, I do think that trying to keep up with trends that are constantly shifting is so similar. It is tiring. It is confusing. It leaves you always feeling like you're not good enough. I think of it as kind of like this line where it's like you're getting so, so close or like in a race, okay? You are running a race. I used to run cross country and track um, many years ago, but it'd be like if you can see the finish line and the closer you get, it shifts like a few inches further. It's like you're so close, but you can never quite get there. Imagine if you did this the rest of your life. You would be so burnt out. You'd be exhausted. You'd be overwhelmed. And I'm sure that you'd be wondering, is this even worth it? Like, if I even get to that finish line, what does that mean? What does that do for me? Like, what happens? I know for me, when I was desperately trying to have the perfect grades, I killed myself trying to get them, and I got them. And all I realized was that the next semester, I had to do the same exact thing. And then I got them. And then the next semester, and the next semester. And honestly, I, it just got kind of boring. I felt like it just was worthless. It didn't fulfill me. It didn't satisfy me in a way that I thought that it would. So although I was living up to these expectations, just personally, I felt really drained. I felt that I was putting all this time and energy into something that really didn't have much meaning. Now, I'm not saying that working hard in school and getting good grades is bad, not at all, but the fact that I thought that it would fulfill me, the fact that I spent all of my time and energy and it just wrecked me with anxiety, that is not what God wants for us. And it's just so different for how he treats us. You see, God does not change. And I think this is one of my favorite characteristics of God. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you want to know who will never change? Look to the faithfulness of the Lord. I think about all the times I've given endlessly to people and circumstances that have shifted or people who have changed their minds. God isn't like that. Psalm 136 instructs us, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. God's love never fails. It never runs out on us. It never changes. This is so drastically different than how the world around us is set up. I found that when I am trying to please God, I feel fulfilled. Even when I fall short, when I fall short, I still know that I am loved. Y'all, God's opinion of you does not change. This is amazing. What a gift it is to know and to serve a God that will never leave you or forsake you. God isn't like our parents, our friends, our coaches, or our teachers. God knows that we are imperfect. He doesn't call us to be perfect. He doesn't have these impossible expectations for us. God is realistic, and I feel like we often are not. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to live the perfect life that we never could, to die on the cross and raise from the dead, defeating sin and forever eliminating the impossible standards of holiness we on our own could never achieve. 
It is only by trusting in Christ and acknowledging our own brokenness and imperfections that we can have freedom in our daily strivings. Galatians 1.10 says, For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. God clearly states that you cannot please both. You cannot serve two masters. I think that Jesus, as he often is, is the perfect example of this. He was hated by religious leaders at the time. He was spit on, he was plotted against, and he was ridiculed up until his death. Jesus, though, knew his only job was to please his father. His only task was to do the work that the Lord had laid out for him, and that he would be victorious. Jesus had hope and had confidence in the Lord. And right now, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven. It didn't matter to Jesus if people didn't like him on earth. He moved forward in love and goodness anyway, but he never bended to please the people around him. He never changed who he was. He never changed at his core who he was because he was confident in who God created him to be. And y'all, we can follow his example. Think back to that to those verses that I read for you in Psalm 139. That is just beautiful and I suggest that y'all go back and read through it and really soak up what God says about you. He thinks about us more than we could count. He knows every hair on our head. He knows when we rise and when we stand. How many of you guys can say that? Your friends have that same relationship with you. Your teachers have that relationship with you. Even your parents. It's not that these people don't love you and don't encourage you and that they can't play an awesome role in your life because they totally can. But what I think this is saying is that God is just so much greater. His love is just so much deeper. It is, we just cannot even grasp how deeply he loves us. Colossians 3.23 instructs us, Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. Y'all, the Lord is faithful. He should be our aim. He should be the one we try to please. Not because, though, we have to prove ourselves for him. There is absolutely nothing we can do on our own to be worthy of God. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. We don't have to prove ourselves to God, for there is absolutely nothing we can do to be worthy of God on our own, but because we love him and he loves us. People are going to change their minds about you. Earthly expectations will be too high for you to reach, but we have freedom from the exhaustion of people pleasing when we rest in Jesus and live according to what God has laid out for us to do. This is not easy. Don't get me wrong. I'm still tempted to fall into the desire to be liked. But I remind myself of the cross and what God did to get to me. He loved me so much that he sent his only son because he knew I, on my own, could never get to him. That is love. That is love in its purest form. Friends, turn to God. Spend time in his word. Ask him to show you the way. Instead of spending all this time trying to please other people, trying to get to them, turn and look at the God who gave so much to get to you. Y'all, this struggle is probably going to be a lifelong struggle, but when we know God better, we know who he created us to be, we can, like I said, rest in that and rest in his love. I want to end today with a few worship song suggestions 
I feel personally when I am worshiping, when I am singing at the top of my lungs in the car or in church, singing worship music, that I just feel so close to God. I feel his presence. I feel how much he loves me. Um, And I just think that worship music is just a beautiful expression of this. So three songs um, that I want to recommend to you. Number one is Who You Say I Am from Hillsong Worship. This song is full of beauty about how God loves us. It reminds me of Psalm 139. It reminds me of just who God created me to be. Another song that I absolutely love is Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. This song brings me to tears almost every time I hear it. It reminds me how hard God fought for me, how much daily he goes through to get to me. There's nothing that he won't do to show me how much he loves me. And then the third song recommendation that I have is Canvas and Clay, the live version. Um, and two of those two of those singers are Pat Barrett and Ben Smith. The song's really, really cool. Um, it just talks about how God has like shaped us, how he's an artist and how he has put all of this time and effort and energy into shaping us how he wanted us to be. And I just think it is so encouraging. You guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Words Like Honey. I am just so excited for this adventure, and I'm seriously so thankful for all of you from the bottom of my heart. Again, Words Like Honey is something that God has just pressed into my heart, and I am beyond excited that I'm finally getting to share this with you, share what I'm learning And even this episode itself, this episode, this topic came from me talking with a lot of college girls and all of them feeling the same pressure to please people. And so that's what I want to do as I continue on in these episodes. I want to just be really relevant. I want to touch on topics that you guys need to hear stuff that I need to hear daily. Um, When I'm talking, by the way, I'm preaching to myself. I am by no means perfect in any of these topics, but I have just seen the goodness of the Lord. I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. And so I just want to share that with you. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow me on Instagram at Words Like Honey Podcast, where I'll be posting updates, verses, encouragement, and connecting with you guys. Thank you again, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye!